Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us milehighsports.com. You can listen 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, wholesale lumber, go to rmfp.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have nearly 155 star reviews? No one has better service and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Peter McNabb. He's going to be on the call tonight on Altitude. Yes, the game is going to be televised nationally on Comcast, but why not watch the local guys? You've been watching them all season. How are you, Peter? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Uh, I am good. How are you feeling about this team more specifically health-wise than you have felt in a while considering McKinnon's going to play and it looks like Sad is going to play? Yeah, it, it's when you when you get away from the fact and the disappointment of not having Francois for the whole season, Johnson played four, Calvert played, you know, just a handful of games. Those three guys obviously would have been so important, but they're completely out of the picture, so there's no sitting around waiting. So for the club that they have right now, this is this is you know about as healthy uh, as they've been all season. Saad returns; he's going to fill in that second line. Uh, Timmons is back and maybe a little banged up last game, but you know, obviously the big one for avalanche fans and the hockey world and everybody is McKinnon back watched him yesterday. And, you know, he's not a hard guy to, to figure out if he's healthy or not. And when he's, when you watch everybody and they're playing at a really high pace and then all of a sudden you see McKinnon and if he's just playing at a different pace, you go, okay, he's back. He's, he's whatever the injury was, uh, the time off seemed to have, you know, it at least appears that, you know, he, he's uh, as close to 100% as you can get after playing 56 games in such a shortened season. And, uh, you know, it's he is he's just something to behold when he's out there moving. And so uh, to answer your question, uh, long-winded as usual, uh, you have to feel good about everybody, where they are right now, the number of players that are playing as well as they played all season. A whole bunch of stuff is really good for the Avs. What do you take looking ahead to this series from the regular season series the Avs and Blues played? Obviously, they had the eight games, but we didn't see Grubauer for most of those games, including the losses that the Avs had in that series this year. Yeah, it was you. It was so interesting. It was that you know no one knew where the season was going to start, and then you start training camp. You get ten games. You have absolutely no preseason games, so you don't even get a chance to sort of feel yourself out. Then you play the. St. Louis Blues, the first two games. And the first one, St. Louis just, you know, demolished the Avalanche, not, by, not so much by the score, but just how they played 4-1. to one. And the Avalanche were saying after the game, I was, I was looking, that was an embarrassment. We didn't play well. Did so the next one, they come out and the Avs win 8 nothing, And St. Louis says, oh, we were embarrassed. And so I think it was just that game almost, with those two games, pardon me, you throw away. And I think you look more later on, the Avs won – after they won that one eight nothing, uh, they won the next four. Mm-hmm. Then they lost the last two. But the last two, uh, I think some people are forgetting. Grubauer was in COVID, and uh, Miko Rantanen was in COVID. So those are two pretty important pieces to the puzzle. Uh, so you know the Avalanche. I think 
you know, match up, you know, well with anybody for crying out loud. They're, they're just a really good hockey club, but with everybody where they are they're you know, that's, it's a good, really good hockey club. The only thing, not the only thing, but one of the things that St. Louis, certainly they played their absolute very best hockey right at the end, eight, one and three to finish. Uh, Bennington, who is a Stanley cup proven game, you know, cup winning goaltender. And you, you know, you go through the list of them around the league that have won not one, not two series, not three series. But when you can say, yeah, you know what? I won four series and I also walked into Boston in game seven. And you want to put comparables? Period one, Patrick Waugh, New Jersey in 01 when he stole the first period. And game seven, period one, St. Louis, Boston two years ago, Bennington. That they were identical, absolutely identical as far as the impact they had on the game in the Stanley Cup. So uh, the, the team doesn't doubt him for a second. And there he is 6-0-3 in the last nine that he has played. He's played his best. So you got two goaltenders right now on top, absolutely on top of their game. And for me, I think Grubauer has been the best goalie in the league all season long. So, you know, the goaltending could be, it will always be a key, but it's going to be a big factor in this series. We're talking with Peter McNabb. You can catch him tonight on Altitude Sports and Entertainment as he will be on the call for Game 1 of the Avalanche against the Blues. Significant news coming out of the Blues clubhouse today. David Perrin, their leading scorer, their leading guy in assists, one of their best guys on the power play, is not going to play because he is on the COVID list. Put this loss for them into perspective. Uh, well, if you're going to say, okay, who's the centerman for the St. Louis Blues. And there's no question about it. It's Ryan O'Reilly. Okay, who's his right winger all season long power play and has been when they won a Stanley Cup and has been for the last few years. This is Miko Rantanen being out of the lineup. That's exactly what Blues. I was going to say. He he, you know? he is their Miko Rantanen, although not even close to being as good. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, But, you know, you, when you say not even as close, you know, anytime you you go to shake hands, and that guy's got that ring sitting on his finger. He's got something going for him, <laughs> and you know, and so, but you know, he and he's always played well against the Avalanche. He's he's a he's a prickly kind of guy. He bugs you. He bothers you. He plays better in the playoffs because you know he'll come in and he'll dart in and he'll smack you. Then, if there's one thing that St. Louis, when you can uh, something to watch tonight, if they're on their game or they're off their game. Craig Berube, their coach, is a, is adamant about whistle to whistle, get out of there. When they won the cup uh, a couple of years ago, they they were as disciplined as any club I had ever seen. They weren't into any scrums. They didn't take any penalties after the whistle. They didn't walk into the corner after somebody hit one of their players and smoke somebody in the head and take a penalty. So they're they're not going to give the Avalanche any any anything extra. So any penalties the Avalanche are going to get, they're going to draw from speed and work in the puck and playing down low. But getting back to your original question, Perron is, you know, when he's, when he's in, he's an extraordinary valuable player. Now they have to shift guys. Shen goes from left side to right side. George moves up from the second line to first line. And, you know, it's never quite the same. You know, these are good players. They have all, all of the names that I said have all won cups, so they can do what they need to do. But they're not David Perron and what he brings with O'Reilly to the power play, four on four in different situations. 
You just alluded to the discipline that the the Blues play with in terms of uh, not taking uh, d- dumb penalties and so forth. So, but they did all they did yeah. throughout the entire eight games. Yeah, they took forty penalties, but, but not in the postseason. It, so, right. So, right. The th- so the thing is, is that discipline going to be enough for them to get a foothold, or what do they need to do to give themselves a chance? Maybe that the things that the Avs don't want to see from the Blues? What do they have to do uh, to, to turn this into a potential up from just a pipe dream into one that the Blues really have a chance to win? Well, one, they, they absolutely believe they can. You know, they, they're not one bit intimidated by what they're facing with the, same, with the Colorado Avalanche. And nor should they be. They're, they're a really good hockey club who struggled mightily during the season. Bennington wasn't good, but now, you know, they are playing. They've got Pareko back, and that'll be it. Great matchup, a great matchup against Miko Rantanen because these are two monstrous guys that can really play the game. You know, and if their goaltender obviously is going to have to be everything that that he has been for them, and uh, and it's for me, it, it's this funny thing. If Moj is talking and he's not getting too excited and he's just kind of, you know, it's it's sort of one he and he always is is, is very excited. But the more excited Moj gets in his voice and what he's saying, the fat, that means the pace is faster, and that always favors the avalanche. So the faster Moj talks, the better the avalanche are playing because they're more likely to be playing their game. Because sometimes he gets going, and, and I can watch the pace of the game going. He's absolutely spot on because they're flying right now. And then when it slows down, that's, when the, that's what St. Louis wants to do. They want to play dump it up da you know, they're a good team, but they want, there's two areas they really want to dominate. They want to dominate their own, the corners, but in behind the net, get the puck up and out and get it down low in the avalanche, and that's where they cause their turnovers. They're really good at, at creating turnovers down low, but just they get one-two on the defenseman as well as anybody in the league. They That first four-checker, and then the second guy, comes in really really hard and they'll take out that guy and then that then you start swinging and then you start you know you knock the one guy off the puck then he's out of position then someone's got to adjust and you're hoping that the adjustment isn't right so that the, somebody is open somewhere you know for that quick pass so uh, you know the avalanche want to just you know with their three big three defensemen that you know as far as speed and carrying the puck Gerard, Taves, and McCarr, they want to get that puck. They want to get it out. They want to get going. They'll jump up into the play. They're as good as any, any three in the league as far as being that extra pressure on any rush that you have. There was a couple of times this year I, I just you just had to laugh because it was only the avalanche. There'd be a two-on-one and it was two avalanche defensemen. You know, they were just gone. And that, but that's, that's their style. That's how they play. And that's why they scored the most goals in the league. And with the skill they have, that's why they were the number one team in the league. Peter, only have about 30 seconds left. Want your perspective on this as a broadcaster, but more importantly, as a former player. Uh, you and I talked about this briefly on Saturday. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly saying, we're going to win this series. <laughs> Not a big deal, right? I've, I've never known it. I, I, you know, if he had pointed out somebody, if he had said, example, I'm going to, I'm going to dominate McKinnon. Now that's that's a whole different story. And he certainly didn't say that. All he stood up, he just stood up for his team. I mean, you know, I was there that the, when Messier, I was doing the series when Messier said we're going to win, and all he said he was going to win, and it turned into legend in yeah. New York. But I can guarantee you the Devils didn't think a thing about it. And Messier the next day he was saying, "My, 
in what what's this firestorm? All I said was we were going to win, <laughs> right. you know. And so I I think that you know it's fun it's fun for us because we're, we're but as a player I can't ever remember somebody saying something you know in in print that ever oh well you know what now I really want to win right <laughs> I right I don't I don't think that's quite how it works Hey uh, Peter thanks so much for your time looking forward to watching you and hearing you on the broadcast tonight. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy it. Thank you. Peter McNabb, Altitude Sports and Entertainment, coming up after the break. LeBron James, he's given his pick on who he'd vote for for the MVP. Is it gamesmanship, or is he really serious about who he named? That's next. That's next.